uh, as we're getting into the Word this morning, I just want to um, just share something before we get going. What you get from today is going to be dependent on one thing, what you're believing for. Just because you came to church doesn't automatically mean that you're going to get something. It's going to be according to your faith. In Matthew, Jesus had two blind men come to his home. And those two blind men were in the same room with Jesus. But not one thing happened to them from being in the same room with Jesus. They were still blind. It wasn't until they said, Lord, heal me, or I believe that you can heal me, that their eyes were opened. Just because you're in the same room with Jesus, just because you're crying out, just because you're praying, doesn't necessarily mean that something's going to happen. It's when we get to the point where we say, let it be done to me according to my faith. So what you get today is 100% contingent on what you're believing for. Amen? I'm not a long-winded preacher. Say amen. Amen. I, I, like I kind of look at you. There's a couple of you that I use as my barometer. When you start tilting off, I know it's time to stop. Some of you have already tilted off, and I don't use you. I have a lot to say, but it's, now I've got to figure out what we're supposed to say. Amen? Love the Word of God. I hope that's not important. Thank you, Lord. When we were on vacation um, last week, we, um, Michelle and I and the kids, we stay in the same condominium uh, in Galveston. It's a beautiful uh, resort. Uh, we stay on the top floor. It's the seventh floor. It's a gorgeous view, beautiful view. And it's overlooking the Galveston water, which the higher you get, the better it looks. Um, But every morning, I would spend hours sitting in the same spot. And I do this every year on vacation. This is our sixth or seventh year in a row. And I just stand there. I just sit there. Everybody's still asleep. And I just look out that window. And I look at the water. And I look at what's going on. And I read and I pray. And God talks to me. And I start getting things that I want to share and I want to teach and, and I, I might have shared this before, but every year there's three groups of people that I observe from my window. I feel like uh, uh, the, the parable um, or the proverb where Solomon said, I observed a young man looking through my lattice. You know, I, I, I sit up in my, pl- my prayer place and I look out over the water and I see three groups of people. First group of people, if you look, if you stand up and look right over the balcony, you're right there on the seawall. And there's always a group of people that show up and they'll park their car and they get out. And these are your fishermen. These are the guys that are down here for the weekend. And they pile out of their car and they got on the fishing hat and the fishing shirt. And they're just down there on vacation. They're just kind of coming and going as they please. I just came down here to have a good time. And the funny thing is they always stand on the shore and cast out into the water. Amen? Now, they don't care if they catch a fish or not. They don't care. Because what they're going to do is they're just going to stop at the fisherman's wharf on the way out of town and buy as many fish as they need and go home. My buddies at the gym, they'll talk about fishing stories and, man, I caught this fish and I caught that fish. And I'll always chime in and say, you know, last night, man, I caught a redfish. It was about that big. And it was covered with crab meat and it came with spinach at Papado's. And it was wonderful. 
That's the kind of fish that I like to catch. Amen? Bad joke. But anyway, their life, this person that comes when they want to come, cast in their hook when they want to cast it, their livelihood doesn't, it doesn't mean anything if they don't catch a fish or not because they're just going to go buy their own fish anyway. Now, if it's rainy, if it's even the slightest bit of weather, they're not going to come. Circumstances always dictate whether they're there or not. The second group of people are now your, commis- your commercial fishermen. And from where I can sit, I can see about two or three miles offshore, and you have all these little boats. And these are commercial fishermen. They are invested. They live there. Amen? Their livelihood depends on whether they catch fish or not. Amen? They're trolling around. And the only thing that limits this group of people is their boat and the size of their net. But they're committed. They're a part of the community. They live there. They're using their faith. Every time they drop their nets, they're using their faith. They're not standing on the shore trying to catch fish. No, no, no. They're out where the fish are. Here's another little thing. They smell like fish because they live with fish. But then farther out, and it could be 10, 15, 20 miles, there's these two oil rigs. And it's always my fixed, whenever I'm looking out on the horizon, these two oil rigs are always my point of reference. I always see them. They're way out there in the deep. You can see them at daytime, and you can see them at nighttime. Amen? They're always there. They're fixed. Now, not just their lives depend on what they do, but millions of people, all of our lives depend on what they produce. Amen? They're connected to something that you can't see under the water that goes deep, deep, deep into the water and connects to the ocean floor. There's a constant flow that's taking place. Now, when weather comes, they just stand there. Weather doesn't dictate whether they pump oil or not. They're immovable. They're fixed. And I just thought, you know, that's the three types of people that come to church. Your first group, nobody in this room, they come when it's convenient. They always stay on the shore and they cast a a, a hook out in, in faith. Maybe I'll catch something, maybe I don't. It really doesn't matter because I'm just going to go buy my own fish anyway. I'm really my own captain. I really catch my own fish. But that second group of people, this is a group of people that's committed. They live out on the water. Amen? They're learning to live by faith. But yet, they look a little bit farther out and they know it's got to be a little bit better than this. I work hard every day. I should be seeing better results. I should be doing better. I should, I should be going farther. You know, if I could just get out a little bit deeper out into that water, life's just going to be a little bit better. I'm tired of striving. I'm tired of struggling. Have you ever been around a group of com- commercial fishermen? It's rough. You know what I'm saying? There's nobody that's living an easy life. But then you've got those oil rigs out in the deep. And they're firm and they're fixed. And they're connected to a source that you can't see. Producing not just for themselves, but for everybody else around them. That's what we're aiming for. West Houston Christian Center. Amen. I just feel real strongly in my heart. To that first group of people, the ones that come when they want to come, give what they want to give, serve when they want to serve. 
I would just simply say, you've built your house on sinking sand. And when the storms of life come, it's going to wash everything away. Because whatever is not built on faith is going to wash away. Amen? To the second group of people, and I've been in that second group of people, I've worked hard, I'm committed, I'm out on the water, I'm doing everything that I know how to do. I feel God saying, launch out into the deep. See, right now, the church always produces more under hard times than it ever does under good times. Now is the time to sow. Isaac sowed in a time of famine and produced a hundredfold in that lifetime. This is the greatest opportunity for the church right now. Right now. Right now. I know it's not comfortable. I know it doesn't make any sense, but these are the times. It's in the most unopportune times that God asked to give us, to give what we have. Now, I don't know what that is for you. I don't know whether that's time. I don't know whether it's committing to coming to our Saturday night prayer uh, every Saturday night. Amen. Giving of our time. I don't know if that's financial. I don't know if that's a seed. I don't know what that is for you. But I really feel in my heart, God is saying it's time to cast out into the deep. Amen. We got to get away from the shallows. We got to get away from the comfortable. We got to get away from the known. We got to get out. We got to get out where God is because let me just, let me just get to the very, very end. God lives in the deep. It says in Psalms, deep calls unto deep. And if you want to get out where the deep, where the mysteries, if you want to get out into who God really is. See, God is on the shore, but his mysteries and his secrets and his hidden things. See, if gold was on top of the land, we'd all have it. Wouldn't we? I mean, if we would go, it wouldn't mean anything. I mean, I kick rocks every day. I mowed my grass yesterday. I kicked many rocks yesterday. None of them were gold. Where's the gold? It's hidden. It's in the deep. God does not hide things from us. He hides things for us. God does not hide things from us. God is not a cruel taskmaster playing hide-and-seek with your future and your destiny. God has all of the treasures, everything that we need, but see, it's out there in the deep. See, that guy that, that, that put that rig out there, he was fully committed. Do you notice that the ones that take the biggest risk are the ones that get the biggest rewards? Do you notice that the guy that had five talents doubled it and made ten talents? Compared to the second guy that had two talents and made four, compared to the first guy who didn't make any investment at all? What kind of talent person are we? We have to ask ourselves that. I'm a five, are we five talent people? Say yes. By faith. If you have to say it by faith, just say yes. <laughs> say yes. I'm a five talent person. Pastor Jack, I'm five talents. That means God can trust me. That means God is not concerned. Listen to me. The most precious thing that we have in the room this morning is your faith. It is your faith. Your faith connects you to everything that God has. If you can't believe that he gives it to you, you can't have it. You have to believe that it's yours, and you have to use your faith in order to do that. 
Money is just a byproduct. I use my money on faith. I use my faith on healing. I, I use my faith on everything. Amen. The just shall live by faith. Amen. There is no other way. There is no, for some Christians, you get to live by faith and others you don't have to. No, no, it's all. Each and every one of us, God's commanded us to live by faith. It's your faith that's going to connect you to the hidden and deep treasures of God. Amen. God is wanting to show himself, prove himself, um, um, proclaim himself to us, but we got to get out of the boat and go where he is. Come on. This is not the time to fall back. This is not the time. So many people, and I'm not saying in this congregation, I talk to other pastors and, and other places and things that are going on, but many, many people are shifting down into what they think is neutral because now they can watch church at home. They don't have to come anymore. They don't have to serve anymore. They don't have to give anymore. And guess what? You never had to do any of those things to start with. We got to do them. It's an honor. It's a blessing. It's an honor to be able to give to God. Can you think of, I mean, this is God. I mean, God's going to take my tithe and his skin, and then that's okay. And what an honor that he would even accept it from someone like me. I mean, God will accept my service. God wants me. Yes, folks, I was the worst. He didn't just save me. He hired me. Come on. You, you want to hear some stories that will peel the paint off the wall? Stick around one Sunday. I'll share some with you. No, I won't do that, Mom. I'll wait till you're... No, I'll never do that. No. But God took the worst and didn't just save him, but he hired me, put me into the ministry. Amen. See, we're looking for the deep things. I want to get to the point where nothing moves me. Whereas pastor said, I want to be firm and fixed. And it doesn't matter what the storms say. It doesn't matter what the news says. It doesn't matter what the president says. It doesn't matter what anybody says. I'm like that oil rig out there in the water. You know, I've looked at it every day. For seven years, I've looked at it, and it's never moved. And the cool part about it is I can see it at night because it lights up. That's where I want to be. That's what I'm moving into. That's where I want my faith to take me. But what I have to do is I have to launch out into the deep. I have to launch out into my deep. I have to put aside circumstance and what I think I already know. And I have to be brave. Amen? It's time to be brave. In Jesus' name, amen.